This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every single Sunday of quarantine and forever, you you get an extra episode of Says Who if you are a backer at $5 a month or beyond. Patreon.com slash says who. Hey, do you like books? Do you like books? Do you like to read with your face or something else with your ears or your fingers? However you consume your books is fine. Hey, if you like books, I've written books. This is guys. I've written, you know, you know, already I've written books. She's written books. Look, there's a box set of Truly Devious, three books in a box. It's a super cool thing. Buy early, buy often. Look. Yeah. This is a very, you're going to maybe be mailing a lot of gifts this year. This one is a very good shape. You can send it media mail, which is cheap books. You could, if you want to save some money when you're mailing, send thing. you could send books media mail. It's super cheap. That's another reason I recommend. Book. I don't know, Dan, what to say anymore. Just books. Just books. I, I mean, am I broken? We recorded 17 times last week. Books. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's all right. Hey, you know, hey. speaking of things that you can buy that are sent to you through the mail, what about getting some Says Who merch at merch.sayswhopodcast.com? Everyone's buying those Thicky Checks hoodies. Would People you say warm that- to go vote. That those are the most popular item? Without a doubt at this point. Thicky Checks hoodies, people can't get enough of them because they're warm and nice and it's winter time. Snuggle up in a Thicky Checks hoodie with some tea and a Thicky Checks mug. What more could you ask for, huh? Merch.saysupodcast.com. It's dot com. That's right, it's me, Thicky Checks. And my old dinosaur orchestra. He just got he little he, he he popped in for a second. I like it. I like it. Hello, welcome to Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Can I take your landscaping order, please? Hey, kid. Uh, hello. I see you got a new job. Do you need your lawn cut or something? No. No, I don't. Okay. Um, Do you need we, uh, like a, some flowers? Okay. What are you what are you here for then? How are you, kid? I mean I've been better. What's the matter? I just said I don't really like this job so much. What's the matter with it? Well, people keep trying to hold events here, but we're a landscaping company and it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's to, loud here too. It's what a is parking going, lot. Man, yeah, yeah, it's really you're loud. You're not used to all this traffic. No, and the stores next door kind of creep me out. And yeah. generally, I feel like I made a mistake. Well, uh, yeah, it's the atmosphere is really, is that, it's dusty. Is it, what is that? Kind well, of this, I, so the, smoke the, in the crematorium across the street, they uh, off gas. Okay. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. You're not supposed to breathe it in. No, I, it doesn't. Kind of itches. It's hard to tell between yeah. my my COVID cough, I still haven't recovered from, and uh, and uh, crematorium smoke. And uh, yeah, what's that not, over there? Just, uh, that's a bookstore. Is it? it yeah, look like, it, says, it looks like a bunker. Uh, I'll go in later. Okay. What they've got kid. Mm. It's been a weird week at work for me. Yeah, well, that makes two of us. Uh, he's not happy. He's not happy, kid. Uh, no. No, he's... This is maybe the worst I've seen him. Well, I mean, I can't... I don't really have any advice for you. Unless you need some hedging gun. Or you have, like, a hedge that you need removed. Or maybe a tree that needs trimming. Then I could help you. But otherwise, I really don't have a lot of help. Well... I'll take a black and white milkshake. 
that's not a thing that we sell here. We really and truly, we just have lawn and landscaping services. We have, if you need sod, I could give you a roll of sod what a, or something. What about, well... Uh, a banquet for 25? We don't actually do events. We're not an event space. We're a landscaping right. company. If you have uh, like a garden that you wanted to have of a fountain, no. we could make that garden look better. No, no, no. We'll have it here and I'd, uh, we'll bring our I own DJ because this playlist is not, very short. It's mostly just Sousa music. It's not a, it's, it's not a, it's not we don't have that. Eating like, hamburgers and chomping to Sousa marching around the room it's fun it's not fun kid it's not god damn it's not fun anyway i'll just pull through and uh, you can okay. give me a milkshake and we'll uh... we don't have milkshakes all right i could well, give you some fertilizer you're gonna it's 2020 kid you're gonna have to be flexible kid's voice in my throat this time no it was hard it sounded hard for you <laughs> yeah i was like up too high and then it would flip down low that was the kid was not coming today oh, that kid was course. not in not in my mouth oh you know what yeah, it sounded I, a lot grosser than i meant you keep all of that welcome to yeah. says who where the <laughs> just you know what that you don't you dare cut any of that welcome to says who where dan is not allowed to cut any of that podcast it's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. And I am Dan Sinker. And Dan. <laughs> God damn it, Dan. God damn it, Maureen Dan. Maureen Johnson. When? This. What? When we are. We had two days off of recording. Yeah, you sent me a message yesterday that said, it feels weird not to be recording today. Did. Felt empty. I felt like How? that on Sunday. I was like, why How? aren't I? Why aren't I downstairs? Who are these people up here? How many times did we record last week? Six. <laughs> That's too many. <laughs> Six times, including twice on Saturday. Mm, so uh, keep in mind, yeah, you... the original run of Says Who was supposed to be eight episodes. So we almost <laughs> did the entire original run in one week. Oh, that's not good. No. Yes, we recorded six times. How many lifetimes have you lived? It is now uh, election day was one week ago today. Yeah. Yeah. We're recording this on Tuesday the 10th. How many one universes have we lived through? There have been a lot. There was, well, let's see. There was the Wednesday night doldrums. Mm -hmm. Or no, sorry. There was the Tuesday night doldrums. Mm -hmm. The Wednesday maybes, the mm -hmm. Thursday maybe more, the Friday mm -hmm. I think it's done, but it's not done. Mm -hmm. The Saturday, hey, it's done. Which was immediately coupled with the Saturday Four Seasons Total Landscaping, which really yeah. rode all the way through Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, and now we're back in the, did we win? We've really done sort of a full circle thing. Well, we did win. So I feel like I'm going to just, just, just chomp down on that one hard. Yeah. Chomp it. We did win. And we did um, win. it's actually any, any talk of the contrary is um, just bullshit that, uh, if we uh, indulge it, um, it's like if you're, I guess, you know, if you have a child who shits on the ground, like you don't indulge it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I'm not a parent. I don't think you indulge it. I mean, you, you don't say keep shitting on the ground. You do pick up the shit. Right. But you don't keep doing it. No, you, you don't, don't say, say good that's job. Great. Keep on yeah. shitting. Keep on shitting. Um, <laughs> Keep on shitting. 2020. So in, the, in the seven days, in these seven days, how many books will be written about this period of time, Dan? I would like to write one exclusively about Four Seasons Total Landscaping. And someone shall. Yeah, I'm sure more than someone shall. Oh, Dan. Um. Well, 
Biden won the election. He didn't just win. Like he really, truly won. He won in a way that he won. Like it, he won because he got the most votes and the most electoral votes in the stupid electoral college. And he won. He won yeah. because people voted. And then he won in the way that people win by when you vote and then people count. He won. Yeah. But, he didn't um, just kind of win that part either. He did yeah. it b- more than Trump has did it in 2016. All of the states that he's winning in, he's now winning by more than Trump in 16. I think maybe with the exception of Georgia, but um, where it's where it's real slim. But he's ahead in Georgia, which is wild enough right there. But um, yeah, Philly or Pennsylvania. He yeah. Here's the thing, Maureen Johnson. Mm. You're from the Philadelphia region in the state of Pennsylvania. I am. In my head, I cannot refer to the state of Pennsylvania as anything but Philadelphia. And I know that's wrong. It's very wrong. But I seem to have some sort of mental block where every time I want to say Pennsylvania, I say Philadelphia. So I apologize to you as the favored daughter of the state of Pennsylvania. And... Uh, and to all the people of Pennsylvania for the fact that I will repeatedly throughout this episode refer to your state as Philadelphia. That's fine, because Philadelphia is, in fact, a state. <laughs> Should be, it's a you state know, it's, of mind. It's, it's a state its own, of being. It's its own thing, Dan. And um, I have gotten a little shirty, as people refer to um, Four Seasons Landscaping as a suburban uh, landscape company. It's not suburban. It's squarely in the middle of Philadelphia. It's in the Northeast. It's not, it's, it's, yeah, it's in Philadelphia. It's not suburban. Um, it's on the river in the Northeast and, um, it's in a very industrial area. To the Uh, best of my reading of a map, it seems to be in a part of Philadelphia that when the urban planners were planning the city of Philadelphia, back before there were even cars, they sort of circled one area and said, at some point, someone will invent an automobile. And at some point, we will need a lot of shops that deal in illicitly procured car parts. And perhaps we should put them all here. Seems to be entirely zoned for chop shops, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it reminds me there's an offshoot in Queens where it, it's a similar vibe where you just it's this particular it's a it's where a bunch of off ramps are. And yeah, like the main decoration in this particular little corner would be like barbed wire with a trash bag caught in it. Like that's that's sort of the <laughs> vibe of of this. I've I've ended up driving around there at times, like I've said before, if I was driving down 95 and I thought I was running out of gas, I might have pulled my incredibly terrible car off there and gone, I guess. Um, And it's the kind of place that's sort of like a concrete pillar jungle where you're just like looping around a little bit, trying to figure out where the on-ramp is to get back on. So um, yeah, we're never, ever going to recover from four seasons, total landscaping, but never. um, And honestly, I don't want to, no, I want to live there forever. I want to live. I want to live in the feeling of Saturday afternoon. For the rest of my life, where you had this combination of a pure, absolute release of relief and joy, people Mm. in the streets cheering and honking, Mm -hmm. coupled with what felt like the last stand of the clowns in the most clownish way possible. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, Rudy Giuliani getting the news while at. Oh, just every, every part of it. And the fact, I mean, when the thing we found out, I believe yesterday was that the person he brought up to the podium to talk about uh, voting irregularities was in fact a convicted child sex offender. Yeah. And also apparently just sort of a perennial also ran candidate in New Jersey, like a known sort of Republican rat fucker in New Jersey. Yeah, this this all sounds vaguely familiar about this guy. Um, that it, it just some kind of uh, I feel like I've heard of this guy before. Yeah, there was a like a convicted 
pedophile who parentally ran runs for office in New Jersey. But Dan. But Dan. Maureen Johnson. Well, we find ourselves in a we're now in the kind of Schrodinger's election. Um, yeah. Where now again, I personally, I mean, you know what? Scratch me. It the the results are really undisputable. Right. But that doesn't mean that a dispute isn't going to happen. And uh where where are we now, Dan? Well, I mean, as you said, Joe Dan? Biden won the election. He has been called by basically every world leader that isn't Vladimir Putin or Kim Jong-il at this point. Um, the states are still counting. His lead is only increasing everywhere but Arizona, where uh, late breaking votes are breaking for Trump. But it does not appear as if he will actually take the lead in Arizona once all is all is well and done. He is not he's not at pace to do that. Um, you have a real clown contingent of lawyers trying to make cases to contest ballots in various states. Uh, essentially, none of them have gone anywhere. Most have been most of them have not only been thrown out, but the but the judges have kind of taken a bit of a flourish in throwing them out and sort of insulting the lawyers as they go and and that sort of thing. Uh, a single case that they have made a lot of hay about did uh, did move forward in Pennsylvania, which was a case that the observers to the count were not close enough, though the president keeps claiming that they were not allowed in. That is not true. They were allowed. Uh, there were so many of them that they had them further back and they were then allowed to be closer. Um there are all sorts of stupid ass new lawyers coming through, including two that went to Philly that I every time I see their photo, I laugh because they both appear to be children. Yeah. Uh, one of them dresses like a background character in the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory film. Uh, the other one appears to be a maybe early teen, late tween uh, in a cowboy hat. Uh, sort of both of them have a real Liz Lemons agent vibe to them. Um, they aren't really getting getting much done at all. Um, but yeah, so there's there's sort of a dead end in terms of pursuing that way. There are there is the possibility of recounts, which anyone that has ever paid attention to elections before recounts turn up handfuls of votes, not tens of thousands of votes. Uh, and so it is is very unlikely that recounts will do much of anything at all. Um, for instance, Jill Stein's big grift back in 2016 to get a recount in uh, Wisconsin resulted in a total uh, 161 vote net for Donald Trump. So um, it's not, no way goes that way. Trump golfed on Saturday and Sunday. Mike Pence, weirdly, is going on vacation today. So these folks are not exactly chomping at the bit. Uh, but then you have weird things like Mike Pompeo saying, oh, yeah, we'll transition to the next term. Or McConnell yesterday not saying, hey, give up on this shit. Uh, and instead saying, hey, you know what? It's the president's right to inquire. He said that again today. Bill Barr has emerged from whatever hole he was hiding in to say that the Justice Department could investigate irregularities. But the weird thing, with the exception of Pompeo, these don't feel particularly full-throated, you know? Like McConnell saying it's within the president's right to contest the vote feels a lot like when I have friends in bands that I don't like and they play me music and they say, what do you think? And I go, wow, I like that amp sound, you know, um, doesn't really feel like the level of volume and vigor that you might expect a guy who, I don't know, stole two Supreme Court seats and fully said that he would uh, mm -hmm. to to do so. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to let go of the worry. That's well, for sure. Yesterday, also, there was a very unusual thing that happened. Well, not even that unusual, just unusual in uh, in uh, procedure that we're used to, and that Kaylee McEnany got up uh, to give her <clears throat> weird press conference, and um, she starts talking about the disputed election results, and um, Fox just cut the feed and said, yeah. Um, uh, you know, we can't really in good conscience keep this going. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, now, what does that mean? It's not that Fox has grown a conscience. It's that it's the sign that he is no longer useful. Yeah, it does. Th- it does feel that way. It, it, let's not gloss over the fact that Kaylee McEnany was giving a press conference on the state of the campaign, which she is the White House press person. Mm -hmm. She technically cannot talk about the campaign, though that doesn't really stop them. And so the presser opened with her explaining that she was holding this press conference in her own personal capacity, (laughs) not not in the capacity of her role. Now, the reason she is doing that is because... uh, the guy that is supposed to be kind of leading this charge is named David Bossy. He was put in charge of the legal challenges of the campaign after um, Mark Meadows got the coronavirus. And now he has the coronavirus. <laughs> and so she's sort of uh, left to try to make the case because he is sick. Also, Ben Carson. Yeah. Uh, has come down with coronavirus, which he says he got it, quote, from somewhere in the universe, which is accurate. So let's not forget that he is actually a storied and highly respected at one time brain surgeon. Yes. Yes, I guess that's what happens when you get high on your own supply. Yeah, or something. But uh, or something. So what is happening next, Dan? <sighs> I have a theory, Maureen Johnson. Would you like to hear it? Yes. All right. This guy is never, never going to concede the election. That was I mean, we kind of assumed that from jump. Right. Yes. We knew that. And in, in January of 2016. Yeah. So he's never going to concede the election. He will leave for Mar-a-Lago at some point long before the actual inauguration of Joe Biden happens. He will, you know, continue to work from there. They will start to call it the Southern White House or the Winter White House or whatever you want. Uh, The transition will happen and he will just continue to claim that he's the president. He will become a Republican kingmaker. People will go and kiss the ring. He'll totally get cut on, cut in on every deal. He will do rallies and all of that for good money uh, as, you know, the real president of the United States. It's going to be like his, it's going to be his wrestling gimmick, right? Uh, He will, I think I mentioned this before, they're going to license the Trump name to, uh, to One American News to become Trump TV. He'll get two hours a night on that. Um, And he's just going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to do all the things that he likes and none of the things that he doesn't like. So he won't actually have to govern, but he will get to talk shit all the time. That's my general theory. All right. Now, let me think about this, because I, too, assume that he's going to just go to Mar a Lago and not come back. I mean, it's probably what he wants to always do anyway. So, you know, we'll just go somewhere and, um, you know, to, or even if not to Mar-a-Lago, maybe he'll go to one of his, if he's got any properties left. He's got Scotland. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, he'll go somewhere. He won't come back. What about all of the legal criminal charges Maybe Deutsche Bank calling their loans in. What about all of that? 
So, do you want my sad take? Yes. I don't think they will go anywhere. I think that... I think that all of the stupid-ass norms that have put us where we are right now will hold. I don't think that there is any... There will be any drive to put a former president of the United States on trial. I just don't see it. I just don't. You know, may, he'll get sued and civil suits and shit like that. I mean, don't forget, like, Trump University and all of that shit kind of went down after he was already president, you know, like. um, But I don't see the idea that the federal government is actually going to prosecute a former president. I just can't. I would like to see it, but I can't. My head cannot possibly process the idea that that would really happen. Well, certainly they've never done it in the past, but, well, I, you know, I'm thinking of the case of Spiro Agnew. And yeah. so just the, the, the quick summary of Spiro Agnew is that Spiro Agnew was Nixon's vice president. Yeah. And while Nixon was criming, Spiro Agnew was also criming. Um, Nixon was scheming more for power, you know, and defeating his enemies. He has more of the complex of they're all after me. I'm going to get all these bastards. Spiro Agnew actually just wanted the more classic bags of money. Just yeah. literally just hand him a bag of money. And he was taking envelopes of money in the White House. Like, as straight up like, here is an envelope with cash in it. Like your grandmother gives you for your birthday, except it's $50,000 and it's 1972. So he's getting all of this money. And uh, so the uh, attorney general is in this weird position of, of realizing that they have criminal charges potentially against both the president and the vice president. And the vice president is just priming, like doing some really classic easy criming and so they had a predicament of how to deal with him and they said if we get nixon out of the way who slides into his place but spiro agnew who will then just take envelopes of money upstairs as opposed to downstairs right so they went in and they got him out first and they basically said to him if you just go away if you just resign yeah you will you will not go to jail yeah and they had a court proceeding where they weren't sure if he was going to show up. And then he did show up and he said, I'm, I am sorry for what I did. And I resigned. And that was it. He just kind of went away. And I've always wondered if they might not do a deal with Trump where they say, hey, all of these, the, all this terrible shit that could come at you will go away. If you go away, you sign like a gag, you know, there's a gag order or something on you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I firmly believe something like that could go down. You know, I just, yeah, I think any, yeah, I think that sounds super plausible, right? Like just, all right, here's the deal. Like fucking eat your shit and you won't get fucked later on. That feels, feels real possible. Like you can't claim your president. You have to stop saying this dumb shit. You you will you leave office and you stop saying you're president. Yeah. And we won't bring the world crumbling down around your shoulders. Yeah. I mean, it feels like that's not outside the realm of possibility, though. I still think he's going to he's going to he's going to live his the rest of his hopefully short life as the real president, Donald Trump. I could see him doing this wrestling thing as you're describing it, where he just, yeah. he kind of does, uh, it you ever see Pink Floyd's the wall <laughs> a long time ago, you know, where they have those rallies where they yeah. play that, that, that is, that's kind of what I'm picturing. Yeah, definitely. With the dancing hammers, you know, it's. Definitely. Maureen, can I talk about something unclean? In all of this? Yes. So I put forward some of this theory onto Twitter this weekend, as I am want to do. And the next thing I know, I am quote tweeted, 
with someone that said something to the effect of, I agree with this. And Maureen, it was George Conway. Yeah, it was, Dan. Dan, 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 Dan. I've been scrubbing ever since. Dan, 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 Dan. You were noticed by the man. One of our listeners wrote and was all, you're in their weird sex thing now. It's like, no! Oh, Dan. Oh, you totally Out are. Out my head! Oh, no. I know. Oh, oh, Dan, you really are. I know. I feel real terrible about it. Dan, really four-play sinker. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I stop won't it. stop it, Dan. No. <sighs> I c- oh, no. <laughs> Can we talk about something good instead? I mean, I wish you would. So Maureen Johnson. Uh Uh-huh. There's obviously going to be a... We're going to take a winding road to the inevitable this time. But I, I firmly believe the inevitable is happening. And that we should allow ourselves to imagine it as inevitable. Mm -hmm. And once it happens, Joe Biden... All people becomes president of the United States. Still seems amazing to imagine, but imagine it. Okay. That means that the Hall of Presidents at Walt Disney World. Your voice correct. Is going to have a Joe Biden robot. Yes. If you remember way back to the saddest episode of Says Who we ever recorded, the two days after the election, I told the story of our son, who is now 15 and who at the time was 11, kind of as he went off to bed on election night, saying that the Hall of Presidents is ruined forever. For those of you who don't know, and I don't know how you'd be listening to this podcast at this point, four years in and not. The Hall of Presidents is an attraction at Walt Disney World that features robots of every single president. And whoever the current sitting president is gives a little speech, which meant that they had to put a Donald Trump robot into the Hall of Presidents. Took them about six or seven months to actually do it. They had to put spikes in front of the stage to stop people from rushing it and put a security guard in and all of that. But he has been fucking out there robotically wheezing his way through a script uh, for four years. He will be replaced by Joe Biden and Maureen Johnson. I want to put it, put it, I want to put this out there to you and to says Huvia. The opening of the Joe Biden robot at the hall of presidents is our timeline mm. for having our celebratory trip to Disney World. When do we clearly, estimate? Clearly, we're not going anytime soon due to the fact that there's a fucking global pandemic that the president, current president, has not managed in any way, shape, or fucking form. But, at least with some positive news yesterday around the efficacy of a uh, potential vaccine... And the fact that Joe Biden has already named an incredibly competent coronavirus task force and has already had a meeting with them all. One can imagine the idea that a person could go back to Disney World at some point. And that means we all, says Huvia, you, me, everyone, get to have our celebration. And we certainly should not jump the gun and do it before that Biden robot is doing his thing. What do we think that's going to be? So last time it took them a long time. I believe the the um, I believe that the Trump robot finally made its debut in late July or maybe it was in early August of 2017. Mm -hmm. Should have been quicker than that. There were a couple of rumors that uh, 
the Imagineers had moved full speed ahead on a Hillary robot because they thought she would win. And then they had to very quickly change that plan. And so they were behind in assembling the robot. And then there was also an additional rumor that uh, they were in a dispute with the Trump team because they wanted Trump to. uh, They wanted Trump to record his uh, a speech and the Disney people had put forward essentially an edit of his inaugural speech or something. Uh, And the Trump team wanted to rewrite it and include all sorts of divisive stuff and also have him brag about uh, real estate and Disney refused. And so there was a standoff for a while. So one would assume that midsummer is probably the late point. And that's probably the earliest point that a person may be able to move back to Disney World, though I would say we're probably talking about hopefully next fall. Mm. It's going to be nice. Yeah, it is. This is how we do it. We meet all our Sezuvians at the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Go on a ride around the Haunted Mansion. Come back out. Walk across Liberty Square to see the Biden robot. Mm-hmm. And then we all go have Dole Whip and cry mm-hmm. forever. No, and then we go back to the Haunted Mansion. Yes. We just do that circuit all day. Haunted Mansion, Biden robot, Dole Whip. Haunted Mansion, Biden robot, Dole Tiki Whip. Room. Oh, man, I love the Tiki Room. Jungle Cruise? <sighs> all of it. All of it. R- all that of riverboat it. thing? Yep. All of I've it. Ever- and, I've never uh, done the riverboat. I don't think I've done the riverboat either. And whatever they're turning um, Splash Mountain into, that's not going to be ready yet. Uh, they haven't. Yet, they have not announced a date at all for the Splash Mountain redo. It's Star open Wars right Land? now, as far as going I know. Star oh, Wars definitely Land? Star Wars Land. Yes. Uh, it's going to be great, Maureen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. We going to go swimming. Sure. Yeah. Gonna do it up. Gonna do it up. Dare to dream. Have you felt really tired this week? (laughs) Oh, my word, have I? Yes. I have been, yeah, I have been so tired. What about you? It's, It's just this, you know, it's, We've been all riding these chemical highs and lows where our body is just crashing. And it's like we live in the the wave pool at Action Park, the non-saltwater wave pool where everything just crashes down and just thump, thump, thump. And, uh, you know, first the drawn out, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's happening. Is it happening? What's happening? Is there going to be chaos, more chaos? And also it's still the coronavirus. Yep. It's too, it's too much. Yeah. And then it was like too funny for a while. Like it was like we started laughing so hard. We, we, we kind of started to barf a little bit. Like <laughs> by the time we got to the four seasons stuff and the, it's just, it was too much. Uh, it does feel like there was a real release. Like there's just like, we have been tense. Like we were tense for days, but we were also tense for weeks, but we were also tense for months, but we have also been tense for years. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is I feel like there is a a rolling wave of tension release that is then sort of, you know, very much wave like then is replaced by tension of like, well, I shouldn't I shouldn't let my guard down. Right. And so then I become tense again. And then the wave crack like. I have been incredibly tired. Yeah, you know, it's I've been, you know, I I found that I because I get a little neurological at times. So I was like, why am I why are my muscles twitching? Like, why am I tremoring? Why am I like kind of going awake asleep awake? And Oscar's like, yeah, I think you know why. I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's happening all the time. Yeah. I mean, and it has been happening all the time 
for four fucking years, which is did you watch um did you watch the Biden Harris speech on Saturday night? I did. So did I. And I was real hit by just how long the last four years has felt. <laughs> like it really just kind of crashed over me partway through, you know, his his fine speech. It was just like, oh, this has been a long time. You know, the speech that got me was the one he gave yesterday, which was. We 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 so little we're so satisfied with so little at this point where he came out and he was like, look, wear a mask. It's not a big deal. It's the best thing we can do. Let's all do this together. Here is a task force. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Thank you. Just someone that comes out and is like, wear a mask. And we're like, finally. <laughs> Dan, I feel like I have to apologize for being so low energy and a little, I feel just drunk and ditzy this week. It's, it's the week. It is the week. And by this week, I mean this year. And by this year, you mean four years. <laughs> it's really been this year a lot, though, hasn't it? Yeah, this year is really. This year has really been this year. I um, the the news of the vaccine stuff that came out yesterday and and to do my normal Dan tempering like there is a long ways away between a good announcement about a vaccine and all of us being able to go and lick each other's faces or whatever we used to do mm -hmm. back in back in the old days. Um, but I did allow myself a moment and this was the moment that I allowed myself, Maureen. I thought someday I'm not going to have children in my house from 9 a.m. till 3.30 p.m. And I started weeping. <laughs> oh, damn. And I love my kids and I actually really love having them around. But the idea that I could have that much time to just get shit done would be amazing. Oh, and then I had to bottle it back up because I know it's not going to be anytime soon. <laughs> you, you store that shit, Dan. It's just in there. It's in a drawer with every other hope and dream. Dan, I have a recommendation and for any of says Whovia that can, um, that has BritBox or it may even just be available on some other, uh, you might be able to, tunnel in to watch it but there is a show that the bbc puts out called nature watch well specifically <laughs> it's it's spring watch summer watch autumn watch and i think they do winter watch as well where it is a uh i think they do maybe eight or ten episodes four times a year and it's literally because of uh they usually it's a couple of presenters in um various points around the country and they they're like okay you know for our series we're going to follow they just follow nature dan like they yeah. just and because of, of 2020 they've been doing it like one guy has literally been doing it from where he lives in the new forest which is where oscar grew up oh with the and ponies with the ponies and there's someone in scotland there might be someone in wales and there might be someone in uh yorkshire and uh but it's very and they get so excited they're like now we know this is the episode, you know, now we're going to do a segment on the red squirrel and then we're going to find out about these bird watchers and then we're going to check in on our bird box here and then we're going to check in on the badger family that we're, we're watching. And it's, it's two things, Dan. If you can't get outside much, it's really soothing. Mm -hmm. It's very life-affirming and it certainly increases your um, desire to engage with and protect the environment. Yeah, there there are no downsides to this show. So if you can get uh, BritBox has it, and other episodes may be available. They may put up old episodes on YouTube. Uh, we're watching the new Autumn Watch, where they're. I, it's I never thought I'd be sitting there going, "Please tell me more about the spotted grebe and the ten birds <laughs> that have and the and how they started this replanting area and they grew reeds." But like. 
it's good. It's really good. And it and it's very uh it's not like just blandly reassuring. It's like reassuring in the best way. That's like nice. There are, there are good things, important things. And it's if we do work with good and important things, good things come of it. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Look at you. I have a real scratchy throat because it's like 80 degrees and my allergies are acting up. Yeah, it's uh, it has been real oddly warm here, though. They are they are saying we are going to get a massive storm blowing through in in just a little bit. And then we're going to be back to your normal mid-November weather patterns. But Basically, it's, I'll since, take it. Since Wednesday, it has been like fucking yeah. summer here. Same. Yeah. yeah. The, the day after Election Day, suddenly it was like. Sun is out. The uh, I remember uh, the five-year-old and I. Every morning we have to do what we call bird chores. Where you we... should watch Autumn Watch with him. <laughs> we should. It's all about bird chores. We go out and do our bird chores in the yard because we now have ten bird feeders. Um, and uh, he was. We also have a number of birds that just feed on the ground now that we learned about. So we, he does seed tossing on the ground while I walk around and make sure all the other feeders are good. And uh, it was sunny and warm and the, you know, the election was clearly going in the right direction. And he said, this is going to be a good week. And I just oh. thought it is. Aww. And it was, it was the best. Oh, that's my friend. It was such a good feeling. Like he's just tossing. It was like so warm. He was just wearing like a short sleeve shirt. And yeah, it's been like that all all weekend. The uh, Saturday, especially here in the Chicago area, was just resplendent, as they called the election. I've been wearing my summer clothes, like my little summer dresses that are just strappy tops and no Uber swanks. No Uber swank. It's it's almost too hot for that. Wow. It's really, it's really quite warm. So, uh, yeah, it's been like summer. So, uh, it's just been confusing. Like the other night I went out to walk the dog at nine o'clock and there were people outside. Kids were playing and people had, were kind of, they do this little kind of picnic thing at night around the benches where a bunch of families will gather while the kids run around on the lawn. And it's a summer night thing. And I think I was so out of it from all the stuff that was going on. I, I I was just kind of registered that the kids were running around. I was like, man, I'll miss this when the fall comes. And then I actually had to kind of stop for a beat and go, wait, when is it? When is it right now? When is right now? When? Yeah. When is this? When are we at the? And I was like, it's November. It's like mid-November. Yeah, it's not even early November at this point. No. You know, Nismorin, it's almost my birthday. It is almost your birthday. Yeah. Nowhere near my birthday. That's what the five-year-old, I, I am always the guy that gets up when he gets up. Uh, and all week he's been like, it's five days till your birthday. I'll say it really quiet as we stumble toward the bathroom. <laughs> he's very excited. He's very cute. He is. He is very cute. He's pretty cute. It's true. Now I feel bad that I said I'm excited for them to not be in the house, but you know what? I am. I mean, I think they're also excited not to be in the house. Yeah. Well, and none of us are not being in the house anytime soon. It is uh, real, real COVID-y here now. Uh, in, yeah. in a real not great way. In a way that is vaguely terrifying. So, everyone, be safe. If you are in an area that is having an outbreak, which is basically everywhere right now, uh, please, please, please revert back to your March and April form. Or if you never left it like us, just keep doing that. Yeah. We've never known any different. 
No, but I know a lot of folks that that over the summer, as people kind of got into the sort of like, oh, you know what? I can hang out with a few people outside or, you know, this or that. Like, this is not the summer anymore. This is uh, this is Illinois numbers are basically right back where we were in in March and April right now. And uh, and in terms of positivities and in terms of how many people accept that we are testing so many, we tested over 100,000 people today and we still landed at a 12% positivity rate. So, oh, no. Yeah, it's not great. It's real, real not great. Uh, Wisconsin is, I think, 33% positivity what? right now, which is just a sign that they are not testing anywhere near enough, you know. Um, yeah, I don't it's know not, what we are in it's New not York good. right now. I think y'all are you, you all are still on the low side compared to other people, but you are uh, you are on an upslope once again. So you brought it way, way down. So it's just a slower burn to get back up. But um, but you're on your way back up. Jersey is is up much more. So everyone, I'm not kidding. Please be be safe and thoughtful. And the one thing that I feel like yesterday's vaccine news coupled with the idea of Biden, a Biden administration, to me, what that means is that they could, in theory, not yet, but by the time they are actually in power, they will know a pretty good timeline for how long it will take to manufacture and distribute vaccine at scale, right? And they will be able to say, hey, this is the timeline now, right? Like we know that we are good after this point or that we will be on the road to good after this point. And so we need to do X, Y, Z from now till then. And then that's when we know we're good and that they can say that with some level of authority. That will be great. Too many people are fucking left to figure this shit out on their own right now. I have a friend in Chicago who runs a store and she just. She early on in the whole pandemic thing, she closed the shop and paid her employees to stay home and did everything she could. But she's been back open since they, you know, for a while because she has to survive. And she just just reclosed her store again, doing mail order and things like that. Um, And she said to me, like, it's really frustrating, like nobody's telling us what the fuck is happening with retail, you know, like. No one's saying shit like the numbers are terrible. They've closed indoor dining, but they are just re- like non-essential retail still open. Fuck. No. What? You know, so it will be nice to not be so fully and completely left to our own devices to figure this shit out. I'll tell you that much. Well, the good news is says who isn't going anywhere anytime soon. It's true. So we're not. We're we're not even we're not even worrying about that right now. Fuck we're, no. We're, we are here till he's not. And then we'll then we'll figure it out. And since we don't know when he's not. Yeah. <laughs> although January 20th is probably a pretty good guess. When when does the actual uh when is usually the date where they certify the vote? So state certifications are set by the state. There is not one single deadline for that, but they are anywhere from two weeks from Election Day to December 1st to, you know, so over the we will have rolling certifications happening over the next few few weeks for sure. And then the Electoral College vote, that's a different date. I'm not I actually don't know when that is, Um, but. But yeah, I mean, the the thing that I have been asked a few different times is like, well, what happens if he doesn't concede? And it's like, well, nothing in theory, like conceding is a nicety. And as we know, any nicety or norm does not apply or matter to these fucks. Right. So um, there are processes and dates and deadlines that will move forward one way or the other. To me, the biggest all of these dumbasses saying dumbass things is less worrisome to me than the fact that the what is it general services administration which is a bureaucracy that administers budget and is in charge of releasing budget for the transition has yet to do so and that's because there's a trump appointed administrator for it she says that 
that, you know, the election hasn't been certified or whatever, which is not normally the case. So like that one is sort of like fucking shit. But from what I understand, the Biden people kind of anticipated that and they're they are moving forward with their plans without additional budget from the government. So they have that going at least. It's like when someone has a tantrum and you just keep walking past them. Right. Exactly. It's like it's not even happening. <laughs> Do what you want. Yeah. Ah, uh, says. Did you who? hear that? I yawned. Ah, it's sorry. That, it's everyone is tired, Maureen. Oh. There's no apology necessary. It is. Yes, there is. I we owe are them. in full I owe yawn be time. We are in yawn time. I owe them. I owe you guys something better than that. You know what, Maureen? What? They get what they get right now. This is the seventh episode of Says Who for the, since last I mean, Wednesday. When you, when you put it like that, there is. <laughs> the next episode is just going to be a video of us sleeping. Uh, it's just watch Dan and Maureen sleep on Patreon. I will say. At the Speaking $15 level, you, we will just put a live cam of us sleeping. Oh, gross. Yep. Uh, I will say that my sleep has changed since Saturday. Uh, leading up to the election, I was sleeping maybe 45 minutes at a shot and then waking up and checking my watch and then going, like not well. And uh, I am sleeping in larger chunks of time. I'm still not sleeping much, but I do feel like, like, for instance, last night I went to bed at about 11. I woke up at 2.45 and then I woke up at 5.45 for good. Like, that's a lot of sleep for me. It was uninterrupted-ish sleep for me. So I do feel like my body is changed in some way at the sort of subtle sleep way. Nature is healing, Dan. Something. Nature is something. This episode of Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at <sighs> patreon.com slash okay, says who. Where for $15 where, a month, you can no, watch Dan no, and I on, you can't. on our it's nap not. cam. No, where Dan, Dan just just when he sleeps, nope. his, his beard unrolls and rolls like. That's true. Yeah, like that. I just lay there like a like a vampire with my hands crossed over my chest. I used to sleep like that. What? No one does. I totally used to sleep like a vampire. I used to lay bolt flat on my back with my hands crossed on my chest. I mean, for I don't some sleep reason... like that anymore. Well, no. <laughs> but I did. Anyway, it's where every Sunday you get a bonus episode of Says Who. If you are a $5 a month or up supporter, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo, who has live shows the next two weekends this month at noonchorus.com slash Ted hyphen Leo. I believe if you pay uh, on a Thursday, you will get the actual full live stream, but they are available from Thursday through Sunday at any given time. They're like 15 bucks. I've watched one. It is amazing. Noonchorus.com slash Ted hyphen Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. Hey! Whoa, hey! Go on. Okay, that's it. Okay. I just want to say hey. All I right. Hey. Uh, sounds good. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard and is populated by some of the most just wonderful, caring, and looking out for each other people you will ever come across on the internet, let alone on Facebook. So uh, go and uh, join in on that if you have not. Uh, in addition to that, if you want to join the fan-run Discord server, you can visit tinyurl.com slash discord. They are great over there, and they watched movies together all Election Day, which is pretty awesome. Hey. Spread the word. Hey, Amy Carter Shoe, how hey. are you? How are you? I don't want to interrupt you. Just, keep going. Just saying hey. Hey. All right. Spread the word. 
subscribe and please leave stars Yay! and review, review, reviews Yay. on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Wherever you listen. Yep. Thank you. I don't want to interrupt you. Keep going. Okay. Uh, definitely leave some reviews. If you've been, if you're a new listener that hasn't reviewed, go ahead and leave them and you can yeah, join us. Reviews and we'll fuck you up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to be on the transition uh, team. You know what I mean okay. by transition team? Hey, mm. transition I team. I don't really know what you mean by that. Transition. But... Mm. Okay. Into something more comfortable. No. Okay. Great. Uh, Thanks, Amy Carter's Jew. I'll show you some you landscaping. Can... Oh, boy. You can join yeah. us next Wednesday. That next is Wednesday! November 18th for our next episode. That's right. Okay. Do you want to? Are you here to say? Are you? No, I'm going to Are go. you here to contribute, Amy Carter's Shoe? Is I'm that, are, is that what you're here for? You're going? All right. Goodbye. From my basement in Chicago. And from my balls. <laughs> uh, now I'm really going. Bye. I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.